Um, being a realtor, I don't know if you know realtors, I'm sure you do, but it is a grind. Let me tell you, like if you want to do well, you can make a ton of money. Like I went from zero to 400K in four years. Like you can make so much money, but you sacrifice so much. This is your daily real estate syndication show. I'm your host, Whitney Sewell. Today, our guest, she grew up in real estate, but you know her her title or what she did in real estate has changed a few times and she is uh, going after it and doing big things now. And so uh, Sarah, Miss Kelly, she grew up in real estate with her father, but helping manage investment properties. And that was since she was 16, if not earlier, it sounded like. But by 24, she entered real estate sales, became uh, recognized as the in, in the industry of selling over $55 million in real estate and winning top agent under 30 three years in a row. No doubt, she is a hustler. She's willing to go after it and make it happen. But simultaneously, she grew her real estate portfolio in Canada, the U.S., and internationally. She now teaches other ambitious women in business how to generate passive income and build wealth with apartment investing. Uh, she also mentioned a, uh, a virtual summit that she's got coming up in September. You'll hear her talk about that as well. I, I'd recommend you check that out. I know you're gonna learn a lot from Sarah today. Sarah, welcome to the show. Honored to have you on. I know you and I got to connect recently at a conference meeting person. I saw you, I'm like, wait a minute, I know you, or we have met, I know, you know? Yeah. So great to have you on. And and this is what little I've read about you too and, and know about you. I'm excited to learn more about you. Not just everybody, uh, you know, grows up in this space since they were little doing some type of, right? And it just really hits the ground running. And I know you have done that now. And and you can help others do the same thing, uh, to say the least. So let's back up a little bit. Who is Sarah? Man, you know, how did you get into real estate? Obviously, the syndication business, but I know you have a background uh, in uh, real estate. So let's hear a little bit about that. Yeah, for sure. So I always like to say I grew up in real estate. Like since I was a kid, my dad had me like cleaning units and like mowing the lawn and I hated uh, it. But hey, look, hard work pays off, right? So I was doing that as a kid. And then, you know, I was helping manage the properties. And then by 24, I was like, look, let's get into the sales side of real estate to really develop that skill set. Uh, so then I became a realtor uh, in Toronto and, you know, pretty quickly and aggressively, I accelerated my income and then I was winning some awards and stuff. I was pretty, pretty hard work ethic there. And um, yeah, from there, so I was doing the real estate thing in the sales area. And then I was managing my multifamily properties as well. Um, and then I was like, you know, I was really struggling with it because my income wasn't sustainable, right? Like I was seeing that the cost of running these properties was really kept going up. And then in Toronto, we have very, very strict tenant regulations. So you'd see properties where you can only raise rent by like $20 or so, but my expenses will go up by thousands. So I really said, Hey, like I want to see if there's other opportunities for investing. I'd previously invested passively uh, with like private lending mortgages. And I found out about apartment syndications and actually your show was one of my podcast university right. <laughs> for raise into apartment syndications. Um, and then I also still, I wanted to pursue USD dollars as well and make some money there. So I discovered the industry and here I am. That's, that's, a, it's very quick right there. <laughs> yeah. the, you know, a number of years, but many things you, you said, you started managing multifamily properties. Was that something that you all had in your family or some, maybe you were managing for others, some you had purchased? How, what was that? 
Yeah, for sure. So my my dad, he came from, you know, Croatia. It was a kind of that classic Euro oh. story. <laughs> and he started purchasing a multifamily assets, smaller ones, like five or six stores in Toronto. Um, so that was kind of the family business. And I always helped with that. And then, you know, as I kind of got older and stuff, I started to acquire some of my own. Um, and so that's what I was managing on my own. Um, and then as well, just passively investing on the side. Why not uh, just stay a realtor, invest passively? As opposed to going and doing your own thing. Yeah. Um, Being a realtor, I don't know if you know realtors, I'm sure you do, but it is a grind. Let me tell you, like, if you want to do well, you can make a ton of money. Like I went from zero to 400K in four years. Like you can make so much money, but you sacrifice so much. And I had two little kids and I was just like, I don't want to be in hustle culture anymore and be grinding this hard. And I knew that there were other and better ways to make money. Uh, and I had a taste of it here and there. And I just saw that there was like apartment syndications had kind of an answer for me to have a little bit more work-life balance. I think a lot of parents out there can understand that. Um, but it, it really, it was a life shift um, and mental shift as well. Yeah. Now that things change as you get older, don't yeah. they? You know, like especially kids change things. <laughs> your perspective on your time, uh, to say the least. Uh, it sounds like that happened to you. I know it has me uh, for sure. So, so you you saw this thing about syndication. You know, uh, I mean, what what were some of the past steps that you know to in your path to to become successful, right, and move in that direction from being a realtor and what you were doing. You know, what did you do to say, you know what, I can, I can do this. I'm going to figure this out. What happened next? Yeah, for sure. So, I mean, I started listening to a lot of podcasts and at first it was really scary. Like it just seemed like, wow, these people are managing $20 million assets. They're just these huge numbers. And I was like, I don't know if this is for me. I don't know if I'm at the level of somebody who can handle this, but the more I listened and the more I said, look, like this is something that I see other people that don't particularly seem, you know, like that much different. I don't know. Um, but I thought, let me just, let me, let me try it out. Right. Um, and then I actually joined uh, a mentorship group and that was a huge benefit uh, to me. I've always be, had coaches when I was in my real estate business. Um, but it really shows you that there's a lot of support in this industry and you can come in and be successful and leverage other people's success as well um, to accelerate your growth in the industry. So I think a lot of it's mental, um, where you kind of see this apartment syndication space as, you know, out of reach for you. Um, but then once you get into it and you start meeting people and you start realizing that you can just bring your skill set to the industry, cause it's more of a corporate structure of real estate versus, you know, fix and flips or managing small multifamily. Uh, it just gives you that opportunity to, to grow. Yeah. You know, when I first, when I would look at an apartment community, I would think, man, you can must, you probably got to be in real estate 20, 30 years at least yeah. <laughs> before you can buy something like that. You know, like who, who are those people that are doing those things? Right. And, and then I started going to some conferences and started meeting people who've been in the business a year or so, and they're buying a hundred unit building in my, like, I just couldn't believe it, you know, yeah. <laughs> like, but it also gave me the, like the a realization that, okay, wait a minute, if they can do it, I can do it too. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I'll never forget going to a, a, this local meetup that I was a part of for a couple of years, real estate meetup. But everybody in there is talking about single family homes locally in our market. And then I, I shared after this happened, I shared a little bit about how, hey, there's this thing out there, you know, where you can go buy a building. And a guy that really cares about me, he pulled me aside afterwards. Uh, you know, he said, now, wait a minute, Whitney, you know, it's probably better that you start with like a duplex and then you just, you know, 
then maybe a fourplex and then, you know, work your way. You know, he's like, I mean, he was really caring about me. He was really like, I, you know, I appreciated that. And I'm like, I think I can figure I think I can do this. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but I didn't before that, before I started yeah. meeting these people, you know, and like you're talking about, you know, getting in the space, it seems like there's this massive barrier and maybe it's not as big as what we all think. Right. Yeah. It's usually not. Yeah, um, for so, sure. But you brought some skill set as, as well, right? Speak to yes. how you did that. You know, what was that for you? How and then how that helped you to get into, into the business? Yeah, for sure. And I think uh, to mention what you're talking about, it's like, I think we grow into the conversations that are around us, right? So, you know, if you're around people that are doing bigger things, I think you'll naturally just start to do bigger things. And that is huge, especially being in this space. You just, you're in these groups of people that are very successful in their own right in previous careers. And I think the, the opportunity here is you can almost reverse engineer it and go right into apartment syndications. But your question about how, you know, you can bring your previous skill sets. One of the other things that really, really attracted me to this space is you can be a marketer and excel in apartment syndications. You can be analytical and excel in apartment syndications because you're not doing everything, right? There, there's kind of a structure within the space where you're either raising capital, you're analyzing deals, you're finding deals, right? There's different pieces that you're going to take on. And once you discover that role that you can do, there's also managing the assets, if that's a preference for you. Once you've discovered that thing that you are already good at, like for me, I was in sales. I know how to sell. I can lead gen and sit on the phone for seven hours a day. Like it's just what I had to do as a realtor. And I I also knew I had to build systems and models and build email funnels and have podcasts and all the marketing that can go into an apartment syndication if you're raising capital, for example. So I think the beautiful, beautiful thing about this industry is you can come in with your strengths and skill sets and excel because you're having partners on these large assets that will do the things that you are not good at, right? It's kind of the um, the strategic coach, you know, unique ability um, idea, the Dan Sullivan idea, where it's you want to stay in your strength and you'll just grow faster. Uh, yeah, yeah, you probably have I that book right on here. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, who not, who not how? <laughs> who not how? Yeah, I'm in that program right now, the um the strategic coach program. And it's so true. Like the thing is, it's not that you can't do those other things. You can, but it's painful sometimes. Like I want to cry when I'm doing numbers. Like when I do my taxes, it's like I dread it all year. Um, but I love sales and marketing, right? So there's so much opportunity in this space to be yourself. Yeah, no doubt about it. Uh, you know, often. Uh, I, I would say I, I I didn't have many skills coming into this business that were like transferable. I didn't feel like at the time, <laughs> you know. Uh, but often people ask me that question, and, and I say, "Well, there's so many parts of this business that has to be done well, right? Yeah. And and what is it that you love doing? Go be the best at that you possibly can be. And there's going to be other people that need you, right? Uh, and it's going to happen. And and so so it sounds like you did that through partnerships, right? You yes. brought your skill sets. Maybe elaborate on what were your skills, uh, and then how you use them to you maybe partner or you know to move forward in the business. Yeah. So just the sales background really lends itself to capital raising. And, you know, we we're in an environment right now where there's a lot of like questions, the VUCA environment, the volatile uncertain <laughs> there that was talked about at the conference we were at, but just there there's 
capital is required right now. You know, a lot of people have um, gotten a little bit more cautious about investing, um, you know, whether that's in syndications or any kind of investment right now, just because they're watching the market. So I know, for example, you know, in, in the groups and partnerships that they're in, they wanted capital raisers. They wanted people that are coming in and saying, I will work my tail off to raise capital for these deals because that's what I know how to do from another job or industry, right? So that's kind of what I've brought to the table. And, um, you know, that actually has created a lot of good partnerships because people, like I said, they, they want it. So these are high level people that have had a lot of success, but they're looking for new people that are eager and hungry and ready to do the work, right? Yeah, no doubt about it. No doubt about it. What about uh, uh, how you educated yourself? How you furthered, you know, I, you know, you probably had some coaching or not, or, you know, how did you see that coming into this industry? I know you, you, maybe you mentioned having coaches in other careers, yep. right? Or, you know, in real estate, but then what about syndication? Yeah. So syndications, a lot of podcasts, your podcast in particular, um, there was another couple of podcasts I was listening to. So I would listen to them all the time. Um, you can really start to see patterns when you're listening to them, getting an idea of the whole industry itself, reading a lot of books. Um, I read some capital raising books by some people in the industry as well. Um, the, the, what is that one called? The one by DeRosa. I don't remember the name right now, but there's a few really good books that I read and essentially just educated myself. And then for me, you might have it on your shelf. <laughs> I've got it at home, I think. I know Matt yeah. will, but yeah, I think it's called Matt. Raising yeah, Capital. Matt DeRosa. Yeah. Uh, and then Hunter S. Uh, Hunter S. Thompson. I listen to his podcast as well. It's about raising capital. So you just kind of educate yourself as much self education as you can. And in the world we live in with tech and the internet, like you can really learn a lot, right? Without paying for it. Then, as well, when I was like, look, I want to, you know, accelerate my growth and actually get into the circles that will help me do that. That's when I said, I'm going to join. Uh, group that actually is is specifically involved in apartment syndications and how I found them is I went into bigger pockets forums I looked at which groups are being recommended I interviewed with a few kind of felt them out uh, they all have kind of different structures so you're really going to want to look at yourself okay like I am I in a sub coaching model where you know maybe I'm not talking to the head person but they have sub coaches and if that's the kind of model that works for you because maybe there's more people in that group so there's more opportunity for capital raising or partner that could work for you. I went for a, a different group. I'm in Think Multifamily. Uh, and with them, you know, I have access to Mark. He's uh, the one leading the group. And it's a little bit more of an intimate group. And that really spoke to me. I really liked the people that were in it. They were, you know, ex-CEOs, doctors, optometrists. So I, I liked that kind of environment. And that has really gotten me further faster because I am, I had a network essentially built for me yes. when I entered that. Yeah, yeah, I love that. And so many times people just see the price tag of a of a coaching platform like that. And, and they do not think about especially if they haven't been in business yet, mm -hmm. or, you know, done some kind of entrepreneurial thing like that. They don't, they, they don't put value on the network that you're gaining like this individual, like including myself, like it's taken a long time to build a network, right and a reputation and all those things that you know, and have all these connections or to build a team where, you know, if you're helping somebody where you can just say, Oh, yes, yeah, Sarah, I, I use this attorney over here. Well, I just saved you so much time. Right. Yep. You know, figuring out who you need to use. Right. Well, I've already done that, you know, and whatever, you know, the other providers may be. Uh, but I know Mark a long time. Great guy. I love Think Multifamily. Uh, we know them so well and, and think a lot of them. But uh, uh, but, you know, talking about, you know, how then you like 
you know, got a big jump starter or propelled yourself moving forward, you know, with investors and marketing yourself? How did you start putting yourself out there to start building your own base of, uh, of investors and network and all that? Yeah, for sure. So essentially, you know, we all have to have our, our, our landing page, <laughs> our website, you know, they're all, they're all pretty like uh, funny. Sometimes I look at them and I'm like, this was made in like 1990, but these people are raising millions of dollars. Right. Um, but that's really, you know, like having a foundational piece. And then for me, I was looking at which platforms am I going to focus on because you don't want to spread yourself too thin. So for me, I said, LinkedIn is, is more of a, an area where there's going to be people with more money, right? Because if you invest in these deals, you have to have a certain amount of money. Let's be realistic. Uh, so I, I went on LinkedIn, just started sharing a bit what I was up to. And once you start posting people in your network that have known you for a long time, they will start asking questions. They're curious. Like when you have investments that these people can make money, they are interested. You know, it's also, it's something new. It's, it's novel at some level. So just sharing on LinkedIn, um, as well, actually I was, um, at a conference the other day and, uh, the gentleman speaking, he's like, your investors are in your phone they're in your phone already. So even just going into my cell phone and going through probably the thousands, it's shameful. There's so many people on that phone and they're called like XY property realtor <laughs> from when I was a realtor, but going through them and just finding these people that I forgot about and then just reconnecting with them or adding them on LinkedIn. If I don't want to like, you know, randomly message them so that they can start seeing what I'm up to again. And then they end up reaching out to me and they say, Hey, like, do you want to grab dinner? And that's kind of like the way to start building that momentum. Um, the other thing that I'm working on this year is I'm going to be hosting a virtual summit, um, mom's alternative investing summit on September 20, and 22. And I think for people getting into this space, virtual summits are also a good option because you can really accelerate your email list. You're also providing a lot of value to people so that they can learn about this investment space or others. Um, so there's a lot of different techniques and strategies you can do, but I'd say to simplify it for anybody who's starting is go to your phone <laughs> and start seeing who's there. And they just have a very basic structure of a call script for getting on those initial investor calls and know that you're not going to be very good on that first call, but start practicing. You can even record them um, and start seeing what people generally ask. And you'll find over time that people ask the same questions over and over. And that's how you kind of just start becoming more natural in it. Like you start figuring it out, basically. I, I remember being really nervous about those first few calls. Yeah. <laughs> that's like, what if they ask me something I don't know? You don't well, know. Guess what? know. They're going to. Yeah, yeah. And then yep. you just got to do it, right? You just got to get past that, you know? And even if the yeah. first few are horrible, well, they might be, but you got to get past those before they're exactly. going to be good, right? Um, so what's been your best source now for, for meeting new investors? You know, how what's been your your thing? Yeah, for sure. So I would say it's pretty much network just because I had like such a large network from the past from when I was in real estate sales, um, realtors, and then also just clients and things like that. But I'd say that has been for me the biggest source. But as I move and grow the online component, um, building relationships in that area, that will be as well the source. I'd say like the LinkedIn and as well, just my network have been the best resources so far. Yeah, What's been your you know, the way you've combated the thing that like everybody's concerned about is too, you know, too, when they're getting started, it's like, well, you know, the, the question from investors, well, Sarah, you know, you've never done this before type of yep. thing. Yeah, that's actually a great question because that brings me right back to joining a group or a mentorship yeah. program. Yeah. 
And I'll, I'll use the example of, you know, when you join a company and it's a Fortune 500 company, well, you're probably going to tell people, well, I'm now working at a Fortune 500 company, right? When you join a group, you're leveraging their past and their history and, and their track record investing in multifamily assets. So if they have 10,000 units or, you know, they've invested in 400 million, that is responsible. You're going to leverage that and be like, I'm partnered with or I'm in a group that has invested in X number of properties and you're getting their support internally when you're getting deals reviewed and things like that. But from, from a perspective, you know, you are going to be honest with people and share that you're, you're newer in this space, sure. but that experience that's surrounding you really elevates you um, and your platform. What's, what's the challenge you're facing right now in your, in your business or pushing, pushing forward? Uh, well, my biggest challenge is I have a nine month old. <laughs> And a three-year-old. So I think just time and like growing, cause I'm used to just being able to really like grow a business quickly. So I say personally, just like, you know, working with like life <laughs> to grow my business. But I'd say as well, just looking at what we've been going through um, with the economic situation, I've been looking for deals to uh, invest in right now. And it's been a little bit slow. Um, so that's kind of been interesting to experience this year coming off of how crazy it was the last few years. So it's been a, a real shift. And I think everybody's being a lot more cautious, myself included. Um, but I'd say those are kind of the two things that, you know, I'm working through, but you know, what is it? There's seasons in life and everything's temporary, right? So you just have to put your head down and keep going. Sure. What about, uh, what are some of the most important metrics that you track? Ah, good one. So I would say the most important things is if I'm lead generating, you want to know like of all the leads that you generated, you know, how many are actually turning into phone calls. Um, if you have email funnels, you want to see how many click rates you're getting, how many are being open. Do you need to kind of change your messaging, change your languaging? So a lot of my metrics are very, um, you know, marketing based as well. At the end of the day, how much capital <laughs> is actually coming through? Because if you're not getting money, then you have to like work back and see where is my messaging not landing? and not taking it too personally, but seeing this is a skill set that just needs to continue to get developed because it's not actually, this isn't like rocket science here. Like we're, we're not solving, you know, diseases. This is all just trial and error, right? So I'd say like that is really at the end of the day, how much money is being raised, but then, you know, what are the kind of metrics that get to that result and where can those be uh, worked on? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what's, uh, what's producing the most new leads for you now? Is it a certain platform? I mean, certain social media platform, something you do on social media? What, what would that be? Yeah, LinkedIn, like just posting on LinkedIn, like really, really simple. I'm making sure that I'm adding everybody who I hadn't previously had on LinkedIn, like acquaintances and things like that. Cause I actually, I didn't use that platform before I come from the generation of Instagram reels, things like that. But I just find now that I'm adding more people to, to LinkedIn, I'm seeing that they're, you know, they're really responsive to what I'm, what I'm sharing. What do you share? Like what's, what's drawing them in? Yeah, it's basic. Like I, I like to, um, Gary Vanderchuk talks about this and it's, you know, you really want to be a reporter. You want to share what you're up to and it doesn't have to be, um, you know, like big and fancy. It's just like I was at a conference or, you know, this is what I learned the other day. And you share the things that you've learned and people really like to just see how you're growing and what you're learning and can they apply it. Right. So I really just share the things that I've been learning. I'll also share some really simple, quick facts about apartment syndication. You want to keep it very simple simple because uh, there's the, the mistake people make is they think that, you know, 
people understand the amount that they understand, but they don't, right? They may not even know what passive income is. Like, let's be real. They may not even know that you can invest in apartment buildings. Like th this could all be new information for people. So really keeping these, these little posts that are very succinct. I do like the Twitter style posts with like two or three slides. And I just, you know, give some quick facts about apartment syndications or passive income and things like that. Yeah, no, that's helpful. It can be kind of overwhelming sometimes. People think, oh, you know, I don't know what to put on social media, right? Uh, I've never made a post before. You know, yeah. <laughs> and it's all long. valid. Like it's okay. We all start somewhere, right? Right, right. What about some habits that you're disciplined about that have produced the highest return for you? Yeah. So disciplined, I would say I'm just always out there in the world and I'm always trying to do the next thing that'll get me to the next like level basically. So I really make sure that on a day I'm either doing something that's related to lead generation because I think that's the realtor in me, but you have to do money making activities and, you know, getting too hung up on your website design or I don't even think people have business cards anymore, <laughs> but you know, like designing your logo and all those kind of things. Like you really need to not spend so much time doing that. And you need to look at like, what are the things that are going to move the needle? What are actually activities that will make me money and do those consistently? And so if you're capital raising, for example, that would be having conversations with people. If you're a deal analyzer, that would be analyzing deals constantly, right? So there's just certain things that you need to look at and say, what will make me money? What are you excited about right now? Oh, what am I excited about? Just seeing what happens this year. Um, you know, just seeing what's going to come through in Q3, Q4 uh, with the kind of deals that are going to open up and just seeing how the space changes and shifts with, you know, a lot more people are more cautious, but as well, there's always opportunity in any market. So I'm excited to kind of see like the deals that are going to be um, coming through. And that I think that's really it for me. And just growing in the industry and meeting more people. That's been a really great experience, just the people that I've met as well. How do you like to give back? Oh man, I love educating. I love mentoring. Like I, something about it, just seeing somebody else kind of like excel and learn and grow. Um, you know, for example, I was, I was talking to this girl the other day and she's never, you know, invested in syndications and we're just been messaging each other through um, WhatsApp just, and I've been sending her uh, audio messages and being like, you know, this is what an LP is. This is what a GP is. This is how you're going to figure out how to invest. And just, I like that like each one teach one. That's kind of the way I like to live. Um, so that's kind of how I, I give back. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Sarah, pleasure to have you on the show and to see you again. And just uh, encouraging, I know to me and the listeners hearing about your story uh, and just jumping in how you've used your skill set and coaching and even, uh, you know, thinking about too, uh, you know, being from Canada, you know, and now you're investing in the US and, and uh, I'm like, we have an advantage of living here, right? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you know, you're and you're making it happen. You're not letting that hold you back. And so just appreciate you being willing to share uh, and tell the listeners how they can get in touch with you and learn more about you. Yeah, for sure. So you can go to my website. It's highlycapital.com. Um, as well, I have a podcast called the Endless Wealth Podcast. And I am going to be having my mom's alternative investing summit on September 21 and 22. Thank you for being with us again today. I hope that you have learned a lot from the show. Don't forget to like and subscribe. I hope you're telling your friends about the Real Estate Syndication Show and how they can also build wealth in real estate. You can also go to lifebridgecapital.com and start investing today.